calling all freaks, weirdos, outcasts, ghouls, and lonely souls. Music's Metaphor is chillingly pleased to bring you the Lonely Souls Virtual Festival on Saturday, October 23rd at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Join us for the first annual Mental Health Halloween Music Festival. The spectacular event will feature independent artists from the USA and beyond. For Depression Awareness Month, we hope to encourage and empower people who might be feeling afraid, anxious, depressed, or alone this fall. Special VIP $5 tickets will give a Halloween bag for a child in need in Orange County, California. No tricks, just treats. Get your tickets at musicsmetaphor.com. Welcome to episode 71 of the Rude Horror Podcast. I'm Marcus Rude, and today I got a fun episode for you. I'll be talking to filmmakers, writers, actors, Aaron Hawkins and Chris Shearn. They're going to be here to talk about their film, Evil Lurks. It'll be releasing either later this year or early next year. And we also talk about the horror genre. But before we get into the episode, I just want to mention... Halloween Palooza is here Friday, October 8th and Saturday, October 9th at the historic and haunted Hotel Otumwa in Otumwa, Iowa. Scream Queens, Kelly Marooney, Lynn Lowry, and Brink Stevens will be here. And it's going to be a lot of fun. They'll be there to uh, sign autographs. They're also doing a Q&A on Saturday at 4 p.m. Uh but they're here uh the event starts today is uh this episode airs today uh at uh 4 30 p.m they're starting a half hour earlier than what they're scheduled and then uh saturday was scheduled to start at noon it'll be starting at 11 30. tickets will i don't think will be available online you'll just have to pay at the door if you do want to go so make sure you uh, get there this weekend. Um, some of the uh, events are, there's going to be a film festival, uh, tons of vendors, and then the celebrities I mentioned. Oh, uh, Justin Markson, who played the clown in Haunt, will also be there. And uh, he'll be there uh, 
tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, doing a uh, Q&A or introduction for his new YouTube TV series called Quad Cities. And uh, so, you know, if you want to check out his new series and uh, with him in attendance, uh, it should be pretty cool. Uh, there's also going to be uh, Spring Fever, the film that I've talked about over the year or so. That'll be uh, at 5 p.m. There'll be uh, Trivia with Insane Mike later uh, this evening. And uh, tomorrow, being Saturday, there'll be a car show. There's going to be uh, some fun cars like uh, the Zombie Outbreak Response Vehicle. Uh, usually they have like, a Ghostbusters car or... Uh, the car from uh, the Supernatural TV show, but we'll see uh, if there's anything different this year. I'm not sure. Should be cool. There's going to be a 21 Years of Prescribed Films Museum. So, uh, the guys at Pre Prescribed Films Podcast Network and just the Prescribed Films in general, uh, the, the founders have been doing this for 21 years, which is amazing. So, there's lots of cool stuff that they'll have as sort of like a museum setup and then uh you know special effects contests there's gonna be a scream queens q a saturday at 4 p.m with kelly maroney lynn lowry and Brink stevens which would be a lot of fun there's even gonna be a live podcast brett and tony with ash and abe live podcast on saturday it's gonna be a ghost hunt uh tomorrow night uh yeah, there's going to be just lots of fun stuff, so make sure to uh, get there, and uh, I will see you Saturday if you do go. Just run to me and say hello, and we'll all have a good time. With that all being said, uh, let's get right to the episode with Aaron Hawkins and Chris Shern. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Rude Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Rude, and today I'm here with filmmaker Aaron Hawkins and Chris Shern. They're here to talk about their film, Evil Lurks, and then, of course, we're going to talk about the horror genre as well. So I just want to say thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, Aaron and Chris, welcome to the Rude Horror Podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for yeah. inviting us. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, I, I love talking to filmmakers, actors, composers, uh, authors. I mean, you name it. If if you worked with the horror genre in some way, uh, you're more than welcome to come on my show and talk about the horror genre and everything that, you know, that you guys are working on. So uh, awesome. I, I messaged Aaron a while back and we we're talking about his film Evil Lurks. Uh, so I uh, want to ask uh, Aaron. So, what what got you started in the horror genre? And then I guess we can kind of go to Chris. Um, you know what? You know what got you into the horror genre? And uh, you know what what made you want to make a film called Evil Lurks? And maybe tell us about the film. Okay. Well, what got me started in, in this genre was back when I was a kid. Just watched uh, the Exorcist. Uh, that kind of that kind of stuff uh, just progressed from there. I mean, grew up watching the horrors from uh, George. I don't want to mess up George Romero. You know, 
all his Night of the Living Dead and all the all the craziness that he did. And now his son is doing the same thing. So it's kind of like I follow his work and just, you know, just progress from there. I mean, how I came up with this movie was very, I want to say unorthodox or unique because, I mean, life happens. So I want to say that it stemmed from my personal experiences and personal relationships I've had, you know, twice divorced. So I just took all the negatives and just lumped it into this movie. I mean, and then, um, you know, Chris can expand on how how we we took it from the was a short film to a feature, and now it's just a now this thing's just a monster. It's it's a lot bigger than I expected it, but hey, you know what? It's, there's definitely no shortage of action in it, though. So, right on. Yeah. So, uh, Chris. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, so what is your part in this film and, uh, you know, what got you into the horror genre? Well, what got me in the horror genre is I had a big brother who was 10 years older than me. <laughs> and he, um, the first, I think the one of the first real horror movies I've seen was um, Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives, when I was seven. So I started again. So I really, I really got into the horror genre like um, many moons ago. And I, and I, I, I like, I like horror films. Uh, you know, you know, there, there's so many different layers to horror, especially now. And I think just, just overall, you know, in his history, you know, you have your gore, you have your slasher, you know, you had your psychological, supernatural. Um, but um. Yeah, I just you know I I I'm a I'm usually a happy go lucky kind of person, and um so the the type of content that I like to watch is is a lot more disturbing and dark. But that's just that's just how you know my mind works, I guess, because mm-hmm. I just I just like dark and disturbing things when it comes to cinema. So yeah, that's what really got me into it. I like all kinds of genres, but yeah, horror just kind of grabbed me. And I was, re- I'm always been a huge fan of genre, and then I kind of fell off of it, and then I kind of came back with certain movies that came out recently. And um, as far as getting involved with Evil Lurks, it wasn't my game plan in 2019. Well, actually, 2018. But uh, when I first met uh, Aaron, he had a poster of the Shush Man, um, one of the, you know, the, the, I guess what the antagonists so to speak um so he made this poster so i was asking him him like what, what is this all about and he's like yeah evil alert blah 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 <clears throat> and then make the short you know make the long story not as long i mean i kind of gravitated to i kind of gravitated to um the poster and then he was kind of talking about different things with the movie and i and to be honest with you our game plan wasn't the right movie together i just think we just started talking and everything just kind of fell into place. I I am a musician and I compose and I do sound on um, design and um and I do boom operate operating you know boom op for like short films and you know promo videos and stuff like that. So I was already in the field of like sound and music and stuff like that. So I was always into you know you know. Obviously, anybody's into you know making a feature film and stuff like that. So I was involved in making short films and 
doing all that stuff. And I made a short film, like pretty much on my own, um, like five years ago. So I was always into it, but I never really dived into it. And I love movies. I like, I would spend, like people go out and hang out and party. I go, I'll watch movies all weekend if I could. Um, not anymore because I got two kids. So <laughs> it's not, it's not as easy. But um, yeah, you know, I was, I was already in the field of, you know, doing things when it comes to like short films and video and all that stuff. So I think honestly, one thing led to another and around 2000, early 2019, we just started writing the, like Aaron said, it was a short and they would start writing a feature. And then I was really intrigued by the post. If you haven't seen the poster, like I was intrigued by Sushman's eyes and they really, they was like, they glow. And I was, we was having a conversation about like hypnotherapy and hypnosis and all these other things. And I think that, and then I think that kind of changed the story because it wasn't originally like that. And then that kind of just built this, this, like he said, this monster, you know, it went from like five characters to like seven main characters. I think a total of like 24, 25 actors that acted in this, in this no budget independent film that we're still working on (laughs) that we, that we've been working on since. 2019 yep. so um yeah man i mean it's 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 it, yeah so that's pretty much kind of how everything's been going and mm-hmm. now we're in post-production and we have a lot of people involved with that so that's why everything you know we used our resources and people that we know and they you know they gravitated to what we were doing and now yeah it is it's i didn't know what to expect you know, we had our different ups and downs with, with it, but at the end, of, but now we're kind of in this place of like, holy crap, we're about to release a movie soon <laughs> in some capacity. So yeah, yep. it's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. So, so when you say soon, like, like in time for Halloween, or how how soon could people expect to maybe see Evil Lurks? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we, oh. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be mean to people. I'm kind of at the point to say it's going to be done when it's done, but okay. it's get, it gets worked on. It gets worked on every day, and okay. it's a two. It's a two and a half hour movie, which wasn't our intention. And when people oh, wow. when people say, "Whoa, two and a half hours!" like when you watch the movie, you'll understand why it was why as long as it is because of everything that's that's going on in. So when you yeah. when you're you know when you have the element of that and then creating the the special effects and then the and then composing when you have two and a half hours of music you're probably gonna have many pieces of sound design and music to go with it and that's been a lot of that's been a lot of work of just kind of coming up with our own original um, mindset for the music and everything else so yeah it's um it's coming together. The goal is for it to be done before the end of the year. But I'm really, at this point in time, I'm really afraid to say when it's going to be officially done. But it's definitely not going to be another year. <laughs> it's going to it's gonna be done, you know, unless the world blows up or something. Yeah, I, I pick, pick, <laughs> piggyback, piggyback on what Chris said, you know, as far as the world ending. Uh, yeah, it, it should be done by the end of the year. Um, be nice, maybe, thing to see during Christmas, maybe. <laughs> all right um, i don't know i mean evil lurks around christmas every once in a while you never know yeah yeah it does i mean you yeah. <laughs> drunk relatives or whatever you know but yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> silent night debbie night you know they, they made black christmas that's yeah. that was another actually yeah. they just made a, a remake 
of a remake, I think, a year ago or so. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, there's there's uh, definitely a lot of horror movies that play around Christmas, so why not? Yeah, I don't, I don't really think that there should be like a set time or date when a horror movie comes out. It's like, okay, so you can release it during during Halloween. Okay, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's cliche. Let's just release it whenever the heck is done. You know, that's just that's just the reality of it, you know, and right. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. It's, it's a horror movie, but it's kind of a love story. You could probably just release it on Valentine's Day or something. I don't know. Hey, <laughs> Valentine horror film. Hey. I'll be like, "Yay! That means we we got more time and and we can wait to February." <laughs> yeah, it's it's his thing. It's 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 a yeah. This movie, this movie is very interesting, just because we we had this plan. Like, cause when everything was going on, I just I just kind of jumped on the wagon. Aaron already had everything in place. Like, Aaron had actors he had locations and he had some form of a script but then when we started talking about different things to do with it it became what it became and around january of 2019 we started writing the script and the release you know we wrote the script and then we was kind of done with the full length script um i think in april possibly and we started shooting in may and we, we shot from May of 2019 to December of 2019. Mm-hmm. And within that, we wrote like 14, I have to probably 14 more pages in the script. The script is re- the script is only like 72, 73 pages long. Yeah. And then once we started editing in January of 2000, it was kind of like we, we started editing in 2000 from uh, editing from January uh, of 2000 to August of 2000, like January to July of 2000. Then we stopped to to to, um, to do a trailer. So we made the trailer and we still were kind of piecing the stuff together. So we just kind of came up with a concept of like, what we want to do with the trailer. And pretty much what we did with the trailer, like, all right, let's just make it as aggressive and as creepy and like, oh, and chaotic as possible in any kind of way. So from July to October, we we did the trailer. Because we were still kind of figuring everything out, we kind of started from scratch because we were still putting the, the movie together. Yeah. So we released the trailer by Halloween ish last year, and then we then all of a sudden we won a bunch of award. You know, Aaron submitted the trailer to like film festivals, and we won like a handful of awards and got into a film fest because of the trailer. And I'm like, oh crap! Mm-hmm. All right, nice. somebody's caring about what we're doing. And then we went back to editing the movie, and then we took six months to do all the um, the special, the visual effects and stuff. So now, right now, we're and actually, you know, after you know we get done with this, I gotta you know get working on some of the sound stuff. So we're working on that. So right now we're gonna we're sound mixing the movie, and within that we're coloring it. So um, yeah, man, it's a, it's a it's a it's a long, long, long process. And what we what we did with this, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and it's it's what it is. And at this point, I, I want it done as much as possible. It's getting worked on almost every day, but at this point, it's got to at this point, it's got to be as good as it can possibly be. Period. Because yeah. it, there's no point with all the the years that we put into it. You know, we're, we're working on house money, man. Nobody. Nobody know who we are. Nobody expecting anything. And then when this come out, 
and they see what we did, then we hoping we hoping the handful of people that seen bits and pieces of it, we hoping thousands of people feel that way. So we're right. excited, we're confident and excited about what we what we just did. Oh yeah. So right, right. Definitely. Yeah. I you know, I want to comment on on sort of what you just said at the end. Like uh, you know, this is this is exactly why I uh, uh, kind of gravitate towards more or less like the indie filmmakers is because they do have a lot of passion in their films. Like, you know, you guys are horror fans. So, you know, you, you want to create content that you want to see. And I think that really builds on to uh, the viewer that wants to watch a horror movie. Like, you know, they want to, they either want, want to feel like the suspension or like just uh, the, the feeling of being scared and uh, just, you know, everything that goes with being a horror fan and watching horror films is you want to feel that adrenaline rush and what more they can offer that to you than like the indie filmmaker that them, you know, themselves love the horror films in general. And, you know, I, I feel like, you know, the, indie filmmakers are more ahead of the game than like some of the bigger uh, film distributing companies that think they know what people want to see, but, you know, really don't. Cause you know, we're seeing a lot of remakes out of nowhere happening and it's like, you know, it's all fine and dandy, but I mean, let's be honest. They're, they're only in it for the money. They're not really caring about what the fans want to see. You know, if they want to see what, if they want to make what the fans want to see, then they'll probably make more creative content as far as like original work and, um, you know, working with people that actually do love the horror genre and, you know, you can actually see value in the product, which, you know, with that said, there has been some decent horror movies that have came out in recent times, but I just, I, you know, this is my own my opinion, but I just kind of feel like uh, these bigger budget companies are kind of taken on ahead with more or less the remakes because they feel like they don't want to invest too much on the original content. You know, they want to make sure they get their guaranteed money, so to speak. Yeah, I, um, me per me personally, when it when it comes to stuff like that. I think as a filmmaker, period, as an artist, I think at the end of the day, you should make something that you appreciate. And you make it and you put it out there and you cross your fingers and hoping people feel the same way about how you feel about what you did. I've been, I mean, I've been I've been in bands and I've been I've been in bands and I've been doing you know, different things for like 20 plus years. And I always, always look back in my life, I always look back in my career and say, man, what, what could I have, have done to be in a bigger place than I am now? And then I think about it and I'm like, you know what? I'm stubborn. And I think I'm stubborn because I want to create things that, you know, I want to see. I want to, I want to wear things that I want to wear. I want to look at things I want to look at. It's just, it's just like, I think all artists should have that, that feeling. And in the last five years, I've created things that I wanted to create 
and people gravitated to it. We made we made this trailer, and it's like, oh, trailers are normally two and a half minutes. Why don't we just do three and a half minutes and just give them like something, give them chaos, give them this story, and just see what the hell happens. And we did that, and people gravitated to it. People were like, whoa, this is crazy. And it was like, all right, we did what we needed to do. We also are in a place of we have better resources than we did even 10 years ago with independent filmmakers can get $1,000 and make a feature-length film. They can get a couple of cameras. They can get a camera phone and say, let's make a movie. And it can look good. They put the time and effort into it. We're doing everything we're doing because we're, we don't have a suit and tie over our shoulder telling us this is what you need to do. I guarantee if we did have that, they would totally shred everything what we did. And at this yeah. point in time and what we have, and hopefully we get some form of distribution from it, that's awesome. But we're hoping, hey, we did it our way. And they saw that and they're like, cool. And they, they, and they, and they, you know, is out there and people dig it. Our goal is to make a cult, cult, cult movie. We, we said that from the get go. We're trying to make a cult classic. We're trying to make a movie that hopefully people see and they put it out there. I mean, we put it out there and they're like, oh, wow, this is interesting. This is, this is a complex, strange, creepy movie. And um, yeah, I, you know, I think in my, my opinion, and I'm, uh, you can chime in, Aaron. I know, you know, I, you know, I yap a lot. So it's like, <laughs> but when it comes to like horror genre, and and when I see it in the current stage of horror right now, I think there's some things out there that's really intense and really like amazing. But people, but viewers, they're quick to like, oh, you turn the TV on, you turn whatever on, and you see, oh, these are the movies that you see. I, as a horror fan and as a movie fan in general, I seek. I seek movies out. I find movies. I go on Facebook groups that talk about horror films. I go on groups, you know, podcasts like these, and they talk about, check, check this movie out, check this movie out, check this movie out. A movie that's streaming somewhere that nobody knows about, and you watch it, and you're like, holy crap. This came out two years ago. I didn't hear anything about it. It wasn't in the mm-hmm. big theaters and all this stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, that that's the resources that we have as independent filmmakers from the gear that we can buy and how we can look at find more movies besides the big ones that's in the theater it's a beautiful thing that's the beauty of 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 you know the internet because of that and um i think it's still a lot of good stuff out there i think i think as a as a viewer you just, you need to seek it out and that's what i try to do and when it comes to you know like i said when it comes to what we're doing with this movie we we're yeah we're playing on house money no one, no one was putting, no one was hovering over to say this side should be, this side, you know, do this and do that. We just, we made the movie, and it became what it became. And yeah, man, I, you know, I, I love independent filmmakers as well because you don't need big Hollywood to like make a movie. You can make a movie now. Are you trying to make money from a movie? I mean, everybody's trying to get something. I, I, I would love to wake up. If, if if I didn't have a nine to five job and I could wake up and work on this movie, this movie would have been out. This movie probably would have been out early 2000. Easily. Mm-hmm. If this was my nine to five. But I had to work on or Aaron, you know, we work our jobs. And yeah. after a certain time after that, we all right, let's work on the movie. I have two kids. So when I put my kids to bed, I'll go to the studio and 
work on my part of the movie. You know, after Aaron do his job, he goes and work on his part of the movie. Yep. So it's like, you know, I mean, it's 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 hard, it's tough, but man, it feels is gratifying when you when you walk away from that night of accomplishing something. That's you know, that's a beautiful thing. Like you you know, you put that time into it. It's you know, being an independent filmmaker, you put out a film. That's your baby. That's that's what it's all about. You you took care of that. You nurtured it to get to yep. that point of, you know. Like, wow, I just did this. Anyone can make a movie. Seriously. Anybody, if you got a camera out there, you got some good sound gear, you got a couple of people who want to act, and they got a weekend available or five or six weekends available for the next eight months, make a fucking movie. Yeah. Seriously. That's, 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 that's it. That's right. So, true. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's, it's hard work and you need dedicated people, but they ain't no different than Hollywood. They need to find money to make movies. They don't just get money, you know. And we mm-hmm. took our resources and made a movie. Yep. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's uh, the beauty about nowadays is anybody can be a filmmaker. It just, you know, takes that right person to actually put in the dedication and, you know, the time, effort, money. You know, I wouldn't even say money, but, you know, it you know, depends on how much money you want to put into it uh, to, to better the value of the film. Uh, but sweat equity. Can I I, I chime in for a split? Here's the secret to making making a movie without having to spend a lot of money. Y'all heard the term good at everything, a master of none? Mm -hmm. Y'all heard that term? Yep. Be good or decent at everything that you have to do in a movie to make a movie. And you can make a movie. This movie independently, this movie probably would have cost us thirty-five thousand dollars to make. Wow, if not more, if not more, yeah. And what and the resources and the resources that we've had and and the people that we've met over the years and they've seen what we've been doing is the reason why we're we're doing what we're doing and making the movie, especially in the in the um, especially in the post production uh, department. Mm-hmm. You know, we have we have a guy who's mixing the movie and he's like, hey, y'all want to mix this as a round sound? I'm like, um, um, yeah. <laughs> and he has a studio that that does 5.1 surround sound. I'm like, all right, cool. Because I, I was like, yeah. I guess we're you know, mixing in studio, stereo. He's like, no, nah, we're doing whatever. I know this guy. I know this guy for 25 years. He don't have to do everything. He don't have to do the things he's doing, but he does it. I have composers who mm-hmm. are, you know, they make money. They do this and that, and they, you know, and they see pieces of the movie, and they're like, yo, you need some music? I'm like, always. <laughs> and then they come in and do it. Yeah. Now, they would usually charge maybe for, for a 30-second stem, 200 bucks, or this, or that. So when you have these people that that's coming in and helping you out, and being a part of something that they think they, you know, that's that they feel they believe in, then that's that's you, and then that that gives you confidence. Say, damn, we have something. Mm-hmm. We hope we have something. We hope you know people say, wow, this is great. Do I think our movies for everyone? No. Are you looking? I mean, if you're looking for a slasher, cut them up film, this ain't the one. Nope. You're looking for <laughs> if you're looking for a supernatural, there's some elements. If you're looking for psychological, there's some elements. I mean, there's some things that's happening, but. It's it's a it's it goes beyond 
You know, that's why I say I think horror horror can horror does a good job with smashing different subgenres into it, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm like, you can watch a horror movie and laugh at it. <laughs> you can watch a horror movie and cry at it. You can watch mm-hmm. a horror movie and be scared. You can watch a horror movie and feel disturbed. You know, it's so many different layers to, to watching a horror movie that you can do, you know, right. with it. And we yeah, we we gathered up a bunch of people to help us create this thing and that's why you know we can do what we can anybody can make a movie but i'm telling you right now not everybody can make a good movie tutorials and go to this 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 um film class and then i'm like all right cool and guess what when you when you when you learn all that stuff don't apply it to your 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 style just do it that learn the fundamentals and and be clever with it if you're not clever with it and you're just being typical and this and that, then yeah, you're just somebody out there that's, you know, thinking you can get it done. I'm not saying, you know, we, we made the greatest movie in the world and all these other things, but I, I can say we, we, we gathered our resources over the years to create something that we feel like is going to be special. Absolutely. Right. I mean, it's like when I talk to people in public and they ask me what I do and I tell them what I do and I, I'm like, hey, uh, check out the trailer. It's it's here. You know, I tell them it's on the websites, on our YouTube channel. And they're like, you know what? I'm not into horror movies, but man, I watched this one. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, we're doing something right because we're bringing people that wouldn't normally watch a horror movie into this genre and, you know, enjoy the movie. You know, I mean, I've had people watch the trailer and they're like, what? Yeah, I'm absolutely not going to watch this movie because the trailer freaked me out. <laughs> so, well, that was our goal. One of the, one of the one of the goals. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I will say when I watched the trailer, this film to me kind of seems like it's going to be a, kind of like a psychological horror film. I just you know I got a lot mm-hmm. of like psychological vibes in this film. You know, mixed with maybe some supernatural stuff occurring. I'm I I haven't seen the movie. Ding ding. <laughs> yep. But, you know, you hit, you hit the nail right yeah. ahead right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, um. Yeah, it's psychological, supernatural, and and here's the thing: when I when people you know be like, man, the trailer, I love the trailer. It's long. I'm like, is is, is it really a trailer? It's, to me, I always say it's an audio visual. It's like, what's an audio visual compared to a trailer? It's an audio visual. It, it's, it's showing imagery. It's showing. It's telling you a story. It is kind of like a trailer, but it, it's like a it's like a it's like we just made like we we made a music video. We made this. We made this. Yeah, we kind of created this little story within it we our goal is to make a official like two minute you know you know your standard trailer that's the goal but and i think that was one of and his thing that was one of the things of like saying who gives a shit like we're gonna do this this is how we're gonna do it we're gonna put it out there and see what happens Mm -hmm. artists should take the greatest artists take chances no artist if you're trying to be great you better take chances you better be the guy. You better be the guy with the bozo shoes on around all the suits and ties. Because guess what? They're gonna be looking at you, paying attention to you, like, oh snap, that okay, he's different. And 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 and, and it shouldn't be forced. You just you just create, man. And and it's like, I mean, I I don't know how people are gonna. I don't know how people take the, the trailer and stuff like that. Yeah, it is, it is psychological. It is there is supernatural elements. It there is human elements to this movie. And I think once everybody really and this and honestly, yeah, we made a movie where you need to sit your ass down, get off your phone, don't mm-hmm. cook, 
have yep. the popcorn in place. Make sure you don't have a weak bladder like me. You do take a <laughs> sip of water and sit your ass down for two hours and possibly 30 minutes to watch this movie. This would be your thing. Evil lurks in your house for two and a half hours. Right on, right on. And you know that uh, you, you hit something that you know I think maybe needs to get brought up a little more is we're we're in this age where you know our phones are almost everything. We're you know can't keep off of our phones, and uh, you know when it comes to watching like movies, you know maybe in the theaters or just in general. Uh, when we want to sit down and watch a movie with, you know, maybe girlfriend or boyfriend or, you know, family, it just kind of seems like we can never sit down and actually watch something without someone on their phone. It's like, Hey, you know, yeah. did you see that? And it's like, Oh no, I missed it. Can you go back? And it's like, <laughs> I shouldn't have to rewind every time something good pops on because you're not paying attention. Uh, I just, I feel like, you know, I know it's going to be mere impossible, but uh, it's kind of kind of wish that uh, things were back to the times where phones weren't so important to where we need to be on them at all times when we watch movies. It's like I kind of wish, you know, bring the bring the experience of the film back to your household or wherever it may be, rather than yeah. you know sitting on your phone every five minutes (laughs) i absolutely agree and you know what if that person misses a spot in this movie um well guess what you have to go watch it again right (laughs) yeah that's that's, rewinding it we we got so we got so many easter eggs in the movie like we 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 could put a warning do not have do not turn your phones on while watching this movie because you're gonna miss some shit all right let's begin um i mean yeah honestly though man i Honestly, I think there's I, those people still exist. Those people still exist where they don't use. I mean, it's rare that I see people really on their phones in a theater. Now I don't go to theaters as much as I used to because I got kids, and you know, obviously with you know with the pandemic. But I actually went to see three movies this year, so that was awesome in the theater. <clears throat> and and also when me and my wife do go to the movies. We used to go like before noon, so it's very so it felt like we was in a pandemic anyway because nobody was in the theater. I was like, sweet, nice, you know. <laughs> um, but but I, those people still exist, man. That's why I mean, like, they like like movie enthusiasts, you know. They that's why you know I get on a lot of you know I get on Facebook groups or groups in general talking about movies and stuff like that. They they're out there. They're still they still they're still there. But also, if you're watching movies at home. I mean, it obviously it, it depends on who you're around. Like I watch movies with my wife. She's mm-hmm. she's freaking weird because she can really she can seriously make something, watch the movie, and then she'll tell me what happened in this part, and then I won't know. I'm like, what that happened? But like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what? Said <laughs> you weirdo. What what is this? <laughs> so she can do that. Um. If she started yapping and then stuff is on my phone, then I'm gonna I'll give her the eye. But other than that, when I watch movies, I'm yeah, I'm 42 years old, man. When I watch movies, I I have that same mentality of sit my ass down, watch the movie, go. Now movie theaters, I'm smart because I don't I don't go to the mat- matinee's a night show, right? That's a matinee, that's a night show, or that's the morning show, like late show. I think. Okay, so yeah, so I usually try to go to a theater before noon. When I go to a theater before noon, 
that's probably three or four people in that joint. And I'm good. And and and, and that's perfect when you go see a movie called A Quiet Place. Because <laughs> like, yeah, shut up. This movie's about being quiet. So I like so so I always been strategic when it came came to going to see movies and stuff like that people always been loud and distracting and weird and i know with the phone it's distracting but i still think there's people that exist in this world that can put the phone down for an hour and a half or two hours to watch a movie uh, is, is this your guys's first uh like uh folding core films or have you guys been involved in the horror genre uh previously or you know what's what's your guys's uh story within the horror genre well this is the first horror genre this is the first horror film that i have co-wrote created with a you know with someone else um outside of that i've been in you know short films here and there with another uh another filmmaker local to this area uh, you know i've been in i was in captive state as a as a background actor but that really doesn't count <laughs> it was a lot of fun to do but you know that's really about it it's so i'd say yeah this is the first one for me for first uh first first film first feature film and i always get asked why would you do a feature film for your first one i'm like why not <laughs> you know yeah, sure <laughs> yeah. why not just go for it and just do it you know gotta start somewhere yep exactly yeah, this is this is obviously my first feature film um, um, that I've ever been involved in. Um, I've done a lot of short films. I did my I did a I did a short film um, back in 2015. Um, people say it's horror. I think it's a dark comedy, but I guess I guess it's creepy enough for them to think it's horror. It's about a guy who works at a print shop and he talks to this old machine and come to find out the machine. He come to, he has a work, a co-worker in, at the print shop that he kind of rags on and come to find out the, the the co-worker was actually one of the machines. And the guy is so like engulfed in the, in, in the print shop, he started talking to the machine like they're human. Hmm. So it was a weird 16 minute movie that I made. And um, yeah, some people say it was horror, and I'm like, sure. I mean, yeah, I don't think it is. Mm. But um, but I've I've done, but as far as work, I've done a lot of like dramas and stuff like that from my sound my sound work. So I haven't really done a lot of horror stuff. But but yeah, man, like I said, when we started writing this and putting this together, that was no way I was thinking that this was going to end up being what it became, and how you know how. Cause yeah, it was it was tough at first, you know, like trying to get everything in place and you know shooting and you know filming and losing actors and locations and yeah. you know trying to just make sure you know we're on the same page with how we want to make this work and yeah, I'm 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 excited about this and I can't wait to have it done so I can work on the next thing because I don't it's because I'm so obsessed and engulfed in what we're trying to do and make it as perfect. And as good as we can possibly make it with what we've done. And then once it's done, then yeah, I'm ready for the next one, man. And I'm ready to keep, I love it, man. Like people, man, making whether, whether you in Hollywood or whether you independent, man, this shit ain't, this, this ain't, it ain't fun, but it's fun. 
Like it's like you 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 okay. you, you you spend 12, 13 hours shooting three minutes of footage <laughs> for the oh, movie. Man. Like yeah. three minutes. Like the <laughs> fuck? You know, you spend yeah. 13 hours doing that shit. So it's like it's 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 boring. It really is. Like we had these people standing in green screens and green suits and say, do this, pretend you're doing this. And they don't mm-hmm. know what the hell's going on. And then we go into the <laughs> editing and then all this stuff. Then we add all this crap into it. And they're like, oh crap, I did that. But yeah, you know, it's it's so it's so crazy. And I and and we we learn how to do that because we watch horror movies. That's mm-hmm. that's it. Just kind of any I've always been the person who watch a horror movie and I'll watch the behind the scenes of it. Or I watch the making of it, or the interviews and all that stuff. When I'm so engulfed in a horror movie or any movies in general, I kind of always always go back to how they do stuff. I think that's the best film. The that's like the best film school when you just watch movies oh, yeah. and you on and you're on movie sets, whether it's big mm-hmm. budget, whether you are like an extra on Captain Stay or you actually yeah. in the movie, you know, or, or you actually you know making the movie. Like it's it's all the same. It's just big and small. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we it was me, Aaron, and a couple of people here and there. You know, that's that's what happened with this movie. Like yep. we was the guys who made the movie, and we had our actors, and we had people. We had actors sometimes hold the boom mic. I'm like, yo, because I'm I'm act I'm in the movie as mm-hmm. you see the trailer. I'm in the first hour of the movie. Right. I can't hold the boom mic. I'm like, hey, <laughs> calm and. Close your eyes. <laughs> like, yo, the mic is in the freaking movie, bro. Like, oh, my mm-hmm. bad. Like, we make, we make a horror movie from Donamite. <laughs> like, this is bad, dude. So, like, they, I'm like, somebody got to hold the mic. Because Aaron, if Aaron's holding the camera, somebody else got to hold the mic. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah man, it's, um, yeah. Wow. It's, it's, yeah, you guys are facing a lot of challenges. And, like, do you have other crew members, like, on set with you guys that you work with? Or are you guys kind of, like, more of the hands-on uh, guys on the film. I would say like halfway through, like we we did like I'd say probably about halfway through it, and then we brought on a mutual friend of ours, uh, Jeremy. He did a lot. He did the rest of the camera work and stuff like that. Thank God for that because that 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 brought that took that took a lot of pressure off of Chris and myself. You know that way we could focus on our jobs at hand, me directing. And you know Chris assisting, doing the boom, and you know playing his character. And I even have a cameo in, my, in this movie as well. So it's kind of like that took by him coming with all of his million millions of lights that he has, and his cameras, and his lenses, and stuff like that. That that was such a pressure relief. It was great. So yes, yeah. he was a, he was a real he was a real DP. And here's the thing. He showed up. We started filming in May. He showed up in September. He only showed up five times. Mm-hmm. But with his, I remember we shot when we when we shot one of the scenes and he wasn't available. I was texting him while he was at work to say, "How do we shoot this?" And I would send him screenshots. I said, "Okay, try this. Do this. Try this. Yep. Move this." <laughs> and he did that. So yeah. even when he wasn't there, he was telling us what we needed to do to make it work. Mm-hmm. So that that was super helpful. It actually made us better, you know, video guys. But he's a director of photography. He's a he's a camera guy. He's a lights guy. He's that's his job. Like that's what he does. Like and he does it well. So I think the movie. I mean, I think me and Aaron did a good job with the movie. I think if if we had Jeremy from the from day one, it would look different. 
but also still think we did a good job with what we did with, with, with the resources that we had and what we did, you know, and we didn't shoot it in 4k. We shot it. We, we shot it with old DSLRs. Yep. We, Cause at first we was looking for, we were trying to find a camera guy. We were trying to find a DP and it was like, you know what, dude, I got a, I got a camera. You got a camera to shoot with both our cameras. Mm-hmm. And I think it took, and then it really, and then the cool thing about that was it probably would have took us longer to shoot if we just had one camera. So we did, we, so we covered, we did coverage, like, okay, we got this angle and then we got this angle. All right, mm-hmm. cool. We don't have to worry about shooting this and going ruin the camera over here. Mm-hmm. So we hit it up. Yeah. And yeah, man, we, and with the, with our light sources, we use natural light. We use lights that we, you know, had available and we did what we could, but I still think, you know, we, you know, I wasn't concerned about 4k and all that stuff. And we could talk about cameras and all that stuff, especially in the horror genre. I think I think anything that looks overly polished for horror film looks fucking weird to me. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I definitely yeah. agree with that. No one, no one wants to see like blood inside of a inside of your skin on your you know pores of your skin. No, no one needs that type of definition in a horror film. That's just we're just yeah no. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. But but no, Jeremy did. He helped out a lot. We helped out a lot. Um, Dre yeah. came out. Dre Dre's um our friend. He's real him and him and Aaron are super close yeah. he makes movies as well so he he came out and assisted and you know he was you know he helped out with direction here and there he helped out with makeup here and there mm-hmm. like everybody everybody just kind of chipped in when they, when they could and but but at the end of the day me and Aaron was me and Aaron showed up every day I it was, yep. he didn't show Aaron was there most of the time and then the time where I just grabbed my camera and did some weird, bloody, chaotic, weird stuff. <laughs> I, that was that was that was the only time he didn't show up, but that was like in my basement. And yeah, it was for it was yeah. for the nightmare sequence in the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't really need anybody mm-hmm. for that. I just needed to look disgusting and tormented and really chaotic. Yeah, kind of like uh, yeah. like the whole whole entire time when we uh, smoked out uh, T- Tamara just to have a little bit of backstory. Tamara plays the. Uh, OBGYN doctor in the movie and we use her house quite a bit and we use her garage we set the garage up for like the opening sequence for the movie and we smoked that whole entire garage out it was almost like having two different atmospheres because it was smoky inside and then it was rainy on the outside it was hey, just... hey let's, let's correct that Aaron we use fake smoke we didn't smoke it <laughs> <laughs> like, we was like we was lit bro we were, like, Yo, we were, lit. We were having so much fun yeah, we yeah we teach and chong that garage just not in the way that other people would teach and chong it. <laughs> no, yeah, so yeah, we use nice. we use a smoke machine. Yeah, no, that was, no that man, was I do. I don't regret. I mean, every yeah, when we when we when we shot when we was on when we was on location, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was, it had moments of headache and it had moments, but it was like, damn man, we making a damn move. Yeah. And yep. yeah, I think, like I said, the one time when we was on set, that was kind of like, uh, we had a 17 hour day mm-hmm. and we was on set for 17 hours. And then the next day we was on set for eight hours. Yep. And we was like, and we shot that like molasses, man. And it was fun because it was like, hey, man, let's not rush this. We got this house all day. Yep. And it was only a two minute, it was only like a two and a half minute, three minute part of the movie. But we like, we shot like molasses, just say, all right, it's just, we're fucking tired. This is shoot yeah. it right the bedroom scene with um stacy and mm-hmm. bobby so it was like yeah that 17 hour yeah, day fun. man that I, 17 hour yeah, day was I, absolutely crazy 
you know i mean yeah i, I mean we we filmed up north up towards the naval base uh like an hour and 20 minutes away from the other set so yeah that was wow i think i have a I don't know how many more gray hairs from this movie, but you know what? I'll take all the gray hairs I can because this movie is definitely worth it. That's for sure. I mean, I had a, I had an absolute blast doing it. And like Chris said to, you know, before, yeah, parts, you know, it's boring, but I get excited because I'm like, this is what I love to do. It's so much. I think it's so much fun. It's a challenge. You know, sometimes it's a challenge to work with particular actors, you know, but that's, it goes with their, you know, the territory. So, but yeah, that, so man, I'll never forget that 17 hour day. <laughs> yeah. That sounds brutal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, yeah, man. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, yeah. Like like I said, big or small, man, it's it's still a movie set. I don't really care about, you know, all this fancy stuff and whatever, like when it comes to making movies. Like it's it's it, all of it is grimy. All of it is just like you do you do enough to get the footage you need, and then once you go into post, that's when you're like, ah, all right, yep. let's put this together. And like, there's there's three layers to making a movie, man. You write it, you shoot it, and you edit it. You're telling yeah. three different stories, in my opinion. Our script was a guideline. We shot the footage, and then when we edit it, it's like, okay, this is what it becomes. And it's like, oh yeah, cool. This is two hour movie. <laughs> all right, this is what it is. Hmm. We we didn't we, our goal wasn't to be like all right let's make a two hour movie we're gonna keep everything in we just like damn we got this has to do this has to happen for this to make sense yeah because I'm gonna tell you right now that trailer you saw you like oh this is what's going on wait till you watch the movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey my sound I gave I gave some footage to my sound guy to our sound guy to um you know sorry because he's working on he's mixing all the music and when I gave him the footage. He was like, he texted, he texted me back, like, wow. I'm like, what is wow? I didn't see that coming. Cause he's <laughs> he's going off the, the he's going off the um the trailer. So he don't even know. Nope. So he was like, oh shit, that oh damn, okay. All right, let me start working on this part for this music. I did not know that one was gonna happen. <laughs> and I'm like, that's and like we ain't do we ain't nobody, man. We we we're somebody, we we're, we're 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 who we are, and we're trying to be somebody. We're so we're, we're in our minds, we're somebody, but we like nobody. Like, and that's what's so fun about it. Like, I don't want to say we're the underdog because you know we're not competing with whatever, but it's like we're we're like no people like y'all got the balls to do this. I got the balls mm-hmm. to make this movie like this and do this and that. And like, yeah, we do because you only live once. Like, just make whatever and just make it happen. We, so, you guys are somebody. That's what's so you know. You, know, you guys are uh, creating entertainment. And, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. You know, that's what that's, horror movies are—are entertainment and art. That's absolutely correct, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we 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 are somebody definitely. We're filmmakers, we're actors, and stuff like that. And I mean, man, <laughs> I mean, like like when I go and when I go over to Chris's house to watch the edits of the movie and stuff like that and listen to the audio i'm i'm not bored and i'm not saying it because we created this monster i'm saying it because it's the truth it's it keeps my attention every single time i go and watch it and it's kind of like one of those movies that you pick out out of your dvd collection yes i still have dvds my my most favorite one is shawshank redemption i, I can do watch too. this 
Yeah, right. I've watched that movie all the dang time. I could pull it out and watch it right now, and I'll I'll never get bored of it. So, and I think that's what's going to happen with this film. I yeah, hope right that's what happens. And, you know, and, I, and I'm and, and I'm not trying to because I'm I'm very I don't like to be like I'm the shit and you know brush my shoulders. Off. I'm not saying we we're somebody, but I'm just saying no one's going to see this coming. And no one know who we are. I mean, this is our first movie. We, we, we just say, hey, let's make a feature film. And the right. things that we want to try to layer and put into the movie, what we're getting from, because I've made plenty of things and created things from songs and stuff. Like, man, this sucks. And I don't put it, and I'm like, I'm not putting this out. This, this is terrible. And I can, and you know, I've watched the movie more than anybody besides Aaron. And, yeah. and it's like, Holy crap! This is I'm I really enjoyed it, yeah. and then we send these snippets to our you know our composers and other people that's helping out with the, with the everything else. They're like they're giddy because they see this and like whoa this is cool man. And I'm like cool. Can you make something from this? He's like all right yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> and then you, and then you got people who got they they little opinions on stuff. It's like man don't nah this is you gotta watch the whole movie to to to, to, to determine yeah. why is this right here or why is this why are we doing this why are you doing this right here. So it's like you gotta, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm I'm confident in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I, I it, it just feels good to like, you know, I'm known for being a musician. I'm known for singing in the band and all that stuff. Like people know me for that. So when we put this movie out, you know, it's like we want people to be like, whoa, man, y'all, y'all did this. Like, and it, and it's not a matter of like, yeah, good job, you guys did good. Like, no, man, we putting we putting the, the kitchen sink in this joint. Like we're trying to make it, we're trying to make a good move. <laughs> Like we're not really yep. trying to. We're not mm-hmm. trying to get a pat on the back. Like, good job, guys. You know, it's a, it's a lollipop. You made you made. We're like, no, nah, man. We trying to. We yeah. You talk about DVD. We like. You, we want this in somebody's DVD collection. Mm-hmm. Like, like are we? Yeah, we want. We want that. We want that midnight showing. That somebody like, oh, y'all gotta see Evil Lurks, bro. Is it midnight? <laughs> you know, you got people yeah. with. You got people doing doing the. Shh. Oh, we yeah. do a lot of that shushing in movies. It's like the trademark. The shh. And it's like, oh yeah, we want those things. We want a cult, man. We want, mm-hmm. we want like the evil lurkers. That's what we call them. You know, yep. when we get that fan base, like, what's up, evil lurkers? You know, we're trying to, we're trying to do it. You know, we're yeah. trying to, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I don't like to get, get too big headed about stuff and say like, but yeah, I, I let my art speak for me for the most part. Like when I get on, when I, as a performer, I play in a band, when I get on stage, man, I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> and I'll just, this is my, this is what, this is my arrogance. This this will be a split second of arrogance. <laughs> when I get on stage, you can't fuck with me. Period. That's, that's get on your, stage time. Perform, your time to shine. You can't right? fuck with me. And, 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 that, and, that, and that you have to, and everybody, and as a filmmaker, you have to have that mentality. If Aaron fucking put, he made that poster and he was like, y'all can't fuck with me. Look at that shit. And when and he in his mindset was like you can't fuck with me, and I saw that poster, and that made me want to be involved in this project. Mm-hmm. But that's 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 how you. But I don't I don't say you can't fuck with me. I just get on stage, and I do my thing, and then somebody might say, "Damn, well, you can't fuck yep. with Chris." That's exactly right. That's 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 my mentality, and I think <laughs> I think every artist should have that mentality. Yeah. Say, Yo, this is what I'm doing, and I'm not in no competition with nobody. I'm in competition with myself. I'm always trying to better myself with everything I'm doing, but it's like, but I I let my art speak for me. Like we made we we made that trailer and said this is what it is. If you get it, cool. If you don't, that's on you. 
And all of a sudden, we got laurels on the damn yep. trail. I wasn't expecting that, but we got it. Yep. So, yeah. For sure. Hey, so, yeah, I'm, I'm confident as hell. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I can hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I was going to say, uh, uh, you, you want to plug in your band real quick? Or you want to keep that um, out of the. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm in a band. Uh, I always wear my. This is this is our merch. Uh, this is Invisible Cartoon. This is our logo. So I'm in a band called Invisible Cartoons. Invisiblecartoons.com. We um we call our music Smile Rock. It's a mix of like funk and punk and rock and soul and hip hop, different different elements. Um. Actually, my guitar player, yes, he's a guitar player. He's actually one of the co-composers for the movie, for Evil Lurks. And, um, um, yeah, man, you know, I, I, it's funny because that year we started writing the script, that was the busiest year in my band's, you know, in my band's, um, in our band, my band's life. We played a lot of, cause we, we, we're weekend warriors. We all got nine to five jobs, so we play on the weekends. So when we started writing this script and then when we started scheduling, like, okay, man, you know, Aaron, like, okay, we got scheduled, you know, dates and time to get the movie going. I'm like, all right, boom, boom, boom. And then when we were scheduling, I mean, I think day two, we started shooting. I had a gig and it was like, and we was playing at midnight. I didn't get home to 430. And we started shooting the first, we started shooting Evil Lurks around eight. We started shooting Evil Lurks around nine, but Aaron had to pick me up around 630. Because the location where we had to go was like an hour and a half. So I got home at 4.30 in the morning from the show. And the next day, with I slept for two hours. And then Aaron picked me up. And then we went to the location to shoot our first real big scene. That we, I think we was on location for like 10 hours that day. Yeah. yeah it, was a, it was a lot of times where I had to, you know, do double duty. Where I played a show the night before. And then we had to go on set and work on the movie. And Aaron was cool with working around my schedule when it came to that as well. But um, yeah, it was it was it was crazy, man. You know, but yeah. So my band, Invisible Cartoons, check us out, invisiblecartoons.com. Um, yeah, man, that's 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 also my bread and butter, and I do all our music videos. So if you go on um, YouTube.com/slash Invisible Cartoons, I I direct and edit all our, all of our music videos. So that was my main thing as far as like doing video production and stuff is doing like our you know editing our music videos. So um, that's my experience. Right on, man. Um, with that, sure so, but yeah, like, like I sure. said, I'm a I'm I'm a musician first, and then you know I I do this stuff. But I love filmmaking. I love making movies and videos and and all this stuff. So, but like I said, like when I'm on that, yeah, man, because look, we're we're kooky. Our, like we have this, we have this. We're pink, our colors are pink and blue, so we have this like brand of how we set things up. We're very colorful, very kooky. Um, but we're, we, we're a rock band. We're, we, we rock out, we jam, you, you know, you dance and you're having a good time and stuff like that. But when I'm on that stage, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm disgustingly confident. Now, when I'm at the crib, I'm being, when I'm at the crib, I'm being dead and I'm, you know, taking care of my kids. But when I'm on that stage for about an hour, two hours, I, I, I pretend I'm a rock star. I have to. And that's how we were when we was on that movie set, man. We killed it. Yep. And I'm proud of us. Like exactly. whatever happens, I'm proud as shit of what we did. You know? Yep. You know? So yeah. Good times. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh I guess I'll say, like, you know, I, I can't wait to 
watch evil lurks as well as everyone listening hopefully uh uh you know i'll keep some updates on my podcast maybe when you guys uh are closer to releasing the the video whether it be video streaming or or you know where else uh you guys are gonna release the film either on dvd blu-ray yeah it's uh right now we have six and i'm working on a seventh uh distribution company that is interested in this movie um and that, that kind of almost ties into your previous podcast with uh, you know, the gentleman Joe Castro that is absolutely phenomenal in the work that he does. I mean, yeah. if I could have had him on, on Evil Lurk set, I would have. I would have definitely, but you know, <laughs> he, he comes at a he comes at a little bit of a higher price than what I wanted that not what I wanted, but what I, what we could afford. But even still. I mean, yeah, that's, that, that's what we're working on. That's what I'm working on right now is all the whole business crap. And honestly, showbiz, I like the show part. The biz part can go somewhere else. <laughs> honestly, yeah. it's so just, uh, I hear you. It drives me nuts. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the goal. I mean, the goal is to get this into as many hands as possible, get this sucker into a theater somewhere, I'm hoping. Um, you know, that's that's the main goal. Hey, and reach maybe out to, to make like, a few bucks off of it. Reach out yeah. to like your local theaters and see if those, you know, show your film. I mean, that's that would be one way to start on, you know, trying to get your film into a theater. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, very good point. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean I'm just saying, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, Can always... I ask you a question? Me a question? Yeah. 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 Well, um, so as far as like as far as like horror movies, like what is your like go to movies where you like if I watch this movie, this movie's like if I'm like walking past the TV that's movies on, I have to sit down and watch it. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So so with horror movies, like I you know, I watch all kinds of movies, comedies, action, suspense, thrillers, horror. But horror is one that gravitates toward me the most. That's why, you know, I do a horror podcast. So mm. uh, when, you know, when I see a horror movie to where it makes me want to sit down and watch, um, it, it mostly has to do with, like, just the tone of the movie, I think, really sets, sets the, the mood as to, okay, you know, this is going to be good. Like, uh, I'll say, like, Dawn of the Dead, 19... 19- 78 directed by george romero okay it's my ultimate favorite horror movie i'm just saying that now i know a lot of people say the exorcist is their favorite <laughs> horror movie which you know I, I i don't argue with them it is one of the and you know that is one of the greatest horror films of all time yeah uh i'll say like dawn of the dead is my favorite horror film just because i like the tone that george romero set as to, you know, it almost is like a timepiece movie in a way, just because we get to see how people lived back in like 1978. Yeah. Um, and just, I, you know, I, I almost like like timepiece movies just because I like seeing uh, how films were made during, you know, the time that the films are made because usually they incorporate their surroundings in the film and uh, whether they think it or not, like it really captures the moment of the time. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, with that said, there are a lot of films that are like, you know, alternate time period films. Uh, but like with horror, I, you know, I, I really like seeing like the, uh, you know, the atmosphere of the films. And I think like, you know, going back to Dawn of the Dead, like it, it just, it captures everything for me. Like there's, there's so many layers within that film. Like it's, you know, and I've said this uh, before, I was talking to a filmmaker, uh, Brad Sykes, and we talked about Dawn of the Dead, but like that film is kind of like a layered horror movie to where there's so many layers going on at the same time. And you just really have to try to try to piece things together. And it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a fun film. It's got your gore. Uh, it's got, uh, your, your confrontational dialogue, like, uh, you know, more or less like survival situations. And I, I really like the survival situations almost kind of like walking dead kind of goes into that territory a little bit, but I think they kind of, oh, do there's a human story. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, Hey, I'll say yeah. like, I, I loved the early walking dead. Uh, but I just kind of felt like it really got to more of like, dialogue driven it wasn't it wasn't about like you know it really drifted off of the situation of what they were in i felt like yeah uh, but you know i, I can kind of go on and on about that but, i think yeah. oh no yeah i mean i don't that is awesome because there was a human element to it like you said there was people that that you know we have to survive we were trying we're trying to survive this situation with all these things that's happening around us, you know, these we're, we're still human. But these people that are zombies used to be human as well. But then you can get, you know, you can get pretentious and artsy about it and say we're all zombies in some way in society. Um, Walking Dead, man, I, I, that's, I, that's one of the things I loved about Walking Dead is because it had that human element. Because it wasn't just it, it at times the, the zombies were background pieces. I lost interest in The Walking Dead as well, but this is the last season. They said this is the final season this year. So I'm gonna go back and whatever I missed out, I'm gonna rewatch and try to see what happens towards the end. But yeah, Dawn of the first the, the original Dawn of the Dead, man. I mean, I think that's one of the things because you know, like I said, you have supernatural slasher and all that stuff, but that human element, that human element to to a you know, to horror is like life is scary, man. Life is life is a scary thing. There are some really bad, evil people in this world. And going back to what we what we want to accomplish in this movie is there. There's a sense of supernatural. There's a sense of you know, sense of suspense and you know, thriller and horror and drama. And yeah, it's 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 intense. And then once you see everything that that unfolds, you can be like, holy crap. Yeah. Our movie isn't scary. It's uncomfortable. And we hope people feel that way. But horror is uncomfortable. Life is uncomfortable at times. And and the, the elements of what we put into this, you know, we, we put abuse. We put really bad. We put death and, you know, people, mental, mental, mental illness and different different layers of things we put into, into this movie. And those things are scary. Those are scary things. Those things make yeah. you the, the thoughts you have in your head, like why why am I feeling this way? That's scary. We all live, we all go, we 
we're all in some form of horror, a horror in our life, in our minds sometimes. And when you add that element to it, and I think with, with the, the, first, the original Dawn of the Dead, man, you know, yeah. you know, not, not to say this pandemic is, remind, is, is like that, but it was, it, it, let's all admit, it was fucking weird the first three months last year. Like, I was oh, in my, yeah. I was in this one place in my house, in my neighborhood. I'm like, I feel like if I leave, I'm going to die. And I didn't like I wasn't like whatever, but it was it was weird how everything became what it became, and just how people were, and, and then all with the with everything that was going on with the with the with riots and all these other things. That that that's scary. That's scary shit. Yeah, that like that's scary shit. And you know, I know everybody have their different ways of of seeing. It. I mean, everybody have their own interpretation of of you know stuff like that. But that that human aspect to horror. I think that's what gravitates to people. I mean, some people just like blood and gore and all this other shit. But yeah, man, it's like, I don't care how happy and how happy-go-lucky you are, man. You know, you still have to go outside with an umbrella. You know, it's still a dark cloud amongst us. And, you know, it's like, how do we, you know, navigate our way through it? So, yeah. I don't know if that was too... <laughs> no, no, this is about. great. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I you know, yeah, like Donna, this. yeah, the, yeah, the original Dawn of the Dead, man, that shit is yeah. class. And it, and it, and you know what? When we started looking at these movies and started working on this movie, I was always going back to early seventies, close to eighties, maybe late sixties. So you got Rosemary's Baby. I think Rosemary came out, but 69, I remember. But going back to those elements of horror films, Damien, um, The Omen, and all that stuff, and mm -hmm. Dawn of the Dead. You know, it's like those elements, man. I, I'm not saying that was the best time of horror films, but just that aesthetic, man. That aesthetic. And people say, oh, that's a, you know what that aesthetic is? They didn't have no money <laughs> to, to make to make it look glamorous and clean. No, it's like you shouldn't, horror movies shouldn't look glamorous and clean. That shit should look effed up. They, it should look visceral yeah. as hell. They, they set a tone, I think, and I think that's exactly. important. In, in horror films yes. that I'm not saying that horror films are missing that nowadays but I think you know as time goes on I'm that people do hi hi alright I'm sorry no you're good she, I, she, I like the I like the little kids yeah she That's, yeah I like I, 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 I got two kids so yeah she just likes she just, she just wants to see what's going on yeah um but yeah, you know, I think like films back then, they, they really worked on like setting a tone and, you know, wanting to build suspense in the films and building tension in the air for, you know, just whatever the scene may be that they're trying to grasp. I think, you know, I think that's where they, as filmmakers or whoever is making the films back then, I think that was kind of where they were uh, trying to get the audience with. You know, they weren't really thinking about, you know, psychological back then, I don't think. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I mean, I think they're really trying to uh, reel people in with just the situations of building, you know, uh, the, the tone in the films. Um, yeah. But. What's a current What's a current horror film that you like? Oh, like mm -hmm. something that came out like between five and ten years ago. You were like, yeah, this, okay. They they deal with it. Yeah. 
like, yeah, this, this is it. As far as like newer stuff, because, you know, as much as I say, like, I'm not trying to trash on every newer film that comes out, but I can just kind of see like where, you know, the films are kind of going and I'm just trying to put my two cents on, on how things can get better. But I'll say like, don't breathe was a, a terrific horror film. Don't breathe. Yes. Uh, okay. You know, <laughs> are you interested I, in seeing the sequel? The sequel? Well, yeah, the sequel, uh, I think is coming out pretty soon or is it already out? I'm not really sure exactly. I think it's out now. Yeah. It might be in theaters right now. Uh, so like don't breathe that movie to me just it really seems kind of like a smart newer horror film to where it really brings like the tension in the air because uh you know the movie's been out a couple years I think people kind of realize what's the movie's about but like so you really have to uh work with like the visual and the audio well not really the visual but like the audio you know, you don't want to to talk because um, I just like the premise where you know it really built built suspension in the air or suspense in the mm. air to where you know uh, you know the people aren't supposed to make any sounds or else it's gonna you know he's gonna find out where they are and you know it's not a haunted house film but to me it would really kind of seem like. You know, like say, you know, you broke into someone's house and then not realizing someone's in there, and it's like you kind of get like that freaked out haunted house vibe where it's like, oh my god, like we shouldn't be here at all. Like we need to get out of here. Yeah. And uh, you know, tons of twists and turns in that film occur, and you know, I just I thought it was a great horror film. And uh, yeah, yeah. The- What's, what's scary about it is that shit can happen. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, like that, that, that dude's not a supernatural being. Like, that that was like, holy crap, dude. Seriously. Right. Yeah, like, the, you know, I, the realistic horror is, I think, kind of where it's at right now. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. For sure. Yeah, that movie is, when I first saw that movie, and that opening scene was like, Whoa, I'm in for something. Cause what's the first scene? He drags the woman by her hair or whatever. In the in in that in the field. Well, I think it was in the middle, was it in the middle of the street or was it in like a in a woozy area? I think it was in the middle of the street. That was the first scene was, in the movie. Yeah, it was kind of like uh in like the street, like towards the woods area. I think it was yeah. uh uh wasn't like later on in the film where you know she's trying to escape. And he actually catches, yeah. catch, you know, runs into her, catches her, or whatever. Yeah, that's the uh, first scene in the movie. You're like, whoa, okay. And, you know, I, I, yeah, <laughs> right. I, I love it. And you know, obviously, we're plugging our movie as well. I love when movies get you right in the throat and say, "Whoa!" They just showed me the like. That's like an hour into the movie. They just showed me at the beginning, and then they mm-hmm. go to the beginning, and that's kind of what. We did for Evil Lurks. We we hit we hit you. We I think we hit you at um I think we hit you I think we hit you at an hour and a half of the movie, and then we'll throw you back to the beginning, sorta. So it's kind of like when you when you just get them right there, and then say, all right, we'll slow it down. We'll come back to this, and then kind of bring it in there. Yeah, that's kind of dope. 
I think I think that was awesome with what don't breathe. Cause dude, who do you root for? You root for the idiots who breaking in everybody's houses and stealing shit. <laughs> and then you like, I don't told you why you do that. But you root for the guy who's like, yo, y'all should have broken his house. But yo, what he's because I don't want to give it away if somebody never seen him. Like, yo, what he's doing is fucked right. up. So right. yeah. yeah, somebody should kill him or something. But <laughs> That, also, you broke into that dude's good. house. You, you yeah. but don't don't swim with the yeah. sharks if you don't want to. If you don't, if don't swim with the sharks if you know you know what to expect. You know what to expect of the storm. You go into the water, you might get bit. You know <laughs> that dude up in there. You know you know something goofy is happening. You know this dude's like military or some crazy shit. I'm not breaking into Aaron's house. He's ex-military. <laughs> I know that, that dude probably got gunned. <laughs> <laughs> like this is like your research. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. But anyway, right. But, but uh, yeah. no. But but no. That that. I, but I like your choices because even though Donna Dead is is about zombies and stuff, but it was still a human element to it. And I think that's I think that's what grabs. You know, Freddy. Cool. I like Freddy. Jason. Michael Myers. Michael Myers was a human movie. The first one. But mm. yeah, those those elements, especially the yeah, movie like that, because you know people. It's the beauty of the subgenres of uh, horror films. You people will say, "Oh, it's a thriller." Yeah, it's it is a thriller. It's a thriller, but there there is a sense of horror in there, and you know, yeah, it was it was yeah, it, it was creepy because yo that somebody's out there like that. Somebody else can be you know if you mess with if you mess with the wrong person like that, they gonna they they'll get you. Right, and that's what's. So, you know, that was so crazy about it. Yeah. I'm curious to see the second one. But um, yeah, they, they kind of yeah, play really him like up like well. he's still the good guy in it, you know. So I, you know, yeah. and then knowing what he does in the first movie, I'm not going to give anything away, but he's not, you know, your typical like hero guy. Like he's done some shit that. Oh, I mean, I mean, let's 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 keep it. Let's talk about the let's talk about the the milk, the, the milk scene. Oh, I'm just God. calling it the milk scene. <laughs> that was gross, and what he was doing. Oh yeah. Hey, check it out, your viewers. Check out. Don't breathe. Check out. <laughs> check out the milk scene. Then when you and then you and you know you email you know, email you know, oh the milk scene. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you get to that point, then it's like, whoa, this yeah. guy is so, not cool. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. what is he doing? Yeah. That's that's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. You know, I haven't seen the. New I was just trying movie. to be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean they they they, they easily left it open. Just, I didn't. I personally, if it's good, it's cool. I personally would have left it alone because I don't know some some like horror movies. I don't think any horror movie should end in a happy ending. Everything should just mm-hmm. end miserable. Like, oh man, that was. I feel I feel like crap now. Good, just watch a horror movie. Yep. Should go that way. <laughs> but hey, man, if it's good, then it's good. But uh, all right. So I know you got Aaron. Want to do yours, and then I'll chime in. As far as like yo, like a movie last five or ten years. Wow. Okay. That blew uh, I would say I would say for me, it's more recent. I mean, I had to rewatch the first one, uh, A Quiet Place Part Two, and and the first one. I like the way they just continued that second, the, the second movie based off the first one, but like they didn't miss the beat. It was like, they filmed it. They filmed both of them together and they just 
split them up. That that's my favorite movie, favorite modern day movie right now. I mean, just it's just the way they did it. I don't know if you want to call it a horror. I mean, I wasn't really scared. There was a couple jump scares in it, but for the most part, the storyline was was phenomenal to me. Yeah, I I thought those movies were brilliant, and they shot on film, but they had money to do that. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> I'll never edit film, but if I shot on film, I'm like hell yeah, I'll never. Edit. Speaking of. Uh... Nope. Oh, no, Beck- editing film is a nut. Let's say, speaking so, of uh, Beck and Woods, who are behind those films, they're from my neck of the woods, no pun intended. But uh, oh, you know, it's it's cool. Where are you from? Uh, the Quad Cities. Oh, uh, oh, cool. it's uh, like Iowa, Illinois. It's like the yeah, Quad yeah. Cities. I was out there. With, I saw my buddy. I went out to visit my buddy in July out there, so I was out in that area. Right. Yeah, so they, they grew up around here. Um, you know, I don't know if they necessarily live back here, but it's just cool to know that they're, you know, from around here. They've actually been to a, uh, a horror convention that uh, that's in the Quad Cities. They've actually been there both years that it's went on. So, uh, you know, it's kind of cool to know that they consider Quad Cities home and, you know, they show up and meet the fans and whatnot. And, uh, you know, even even to add to to that, their newest movie Haunt is amazing. I don't know if you guys have seen Haunt. Not yet. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. No. When did that come out? Uh, I think maybe two years ago, like 2019. Okay, I'll put that on my list. Yeah, it's it's newer. Cool. It's it's like a a haunted house, not like little literal haunted house, but kind of like you know you pay money to go into like a haunted attraction. Yeah. Uh, so it's based on that, uh, but the people who run it are not who they seem. Uh, just kind of think like haunted house attractions meet like, you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something. You know, like people who are running okay. it are are bad people. We'll put it that way. Yeah. You know, com- coming from who who wrote A Quiet Place, for them actually, I think this is like their directorial debut. Mm. I mean, I think they wrote it as well, but I, I thought it was a phenomenal film, and it's actually one that I kind of put on rotation during the Halloween time. Ever you know, ever since I saw it, I was like, man, this is something I gotta watch every October. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah, it really sets the tone for Halloween. Yeah, man. Yeah, my my son loved because he was he was originally supposed to be born on October thirty first. But he's but his birthday is on October sixteenth. But he just gravitates to Halloween. He loves loves Halloween. Like his thing, his his party is gonna be Halloween themed. Like we already got like Halloween masks for the kids and stuff like that. And we got like different Halloween um you know concepts for his birthday party. So I'm nice. I'm glad he's into that. I let him see the trailer and he was like, "Daddy, this is scary. This is scary, Daddy." You know, like yeah, yeah, you know. And, and his thing, man, my it's funny. My kid, he'll um a little little tiny story, like he he'll close all the doors in the house. I'm like, what are you doing, man? I'm like the monster, the monster. I said, there's no such thing as monsters. And when you do that, and I watch so many horror movies, and kids say, yo, this is what's going on. And the parents are like, no, it's not. Believe the kids, even if it's bullshit. Because <laughs> I'm like, open these doors. We'll protect you from the monsters. I'm like, man, why my kid keep doing this? Like he liked this door recently because he's like, oh, the monster was going to get me. And I'm like, oh, man, I got to believe him because yeah. we see so many of those damn movies where the monster is like, and you're like, oh, I don't believe you. 
we die. Anyway, okay, so my modern, real quick, my modern movie, and Aaron knows this, I talk about it religiously. <laughs> I love, 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 love Hereditary. <sighs> oh, okay. I, I love Hereditary <laughs> because it's, it's, it's such a complex horror cult strange drama movie and it just gets crazy and at the end it just was like what the hell <laughs> and I love the and I love the score of the film. I love the score of the film and yeah I when I saw that movie I was obsessed. And I'm not and I'm not comparing hereditary to what we're doing, but there's a lot of like drama elements to um to this movie i mean to be honest with you evil lurks evil lurks is it's a family story with all these other things that's going on there there's connections with the main character and the, the you know you know everybody that was everybody you've mainly seen in the in the trailer there's all these connections that that goes along with it and it's it's it, it is it is a drama and like i said you know you talk about like dialogue i mean there's a lot of drum dramatic or dialogue moments of conversation with these characters and then in between that we have all these other things that's that's popping off so yeah it does kind of goes in, into those those different layers but i love what you know um hereditary did with with what they what they set up and yeah. I, and i know it's not the movie ain't for everybody but i just i and i really is it is there a sense of, it is a sense of human element to it obviously but obviously with the supernatural and the cult aspect to it, it's fucked up. But that movie just blew that movie just blew my mind. Like I just I loved it. And and I honestly I like movies that, you know, not to say not everyone, because everyone that movie made a lot of money and people went to see it and it's it's kind of I guess it's a kind of a cult classic or whatever, because no one expected it. No one expected the movie to do what it did. Yeah. But I like movies that kind of make you feel a certain kind of, especially with horror movies, make you feel a certain kind of way where you kind of walk away from it. Like you kind of walk away from it. Like, what the fuck did I just watch? And yeah. I felt yeah. that way. Like, what the fuck did I just watch? And I, you know, that, that feeling I get, and that's, and that's not going to be for everyone. That's not going to be for everyone because everybody want, you know, want gore and slash and stuff like that. I mean, that movie had some nasty shit happening in that movie. But what I loved about how he scared you or made you feel some kind of way, it wasn't jump scares. He, there was just person, people in the shadows. There were shadows. There was things just kind of around the silence, the way this person looked just kind of made you feel uneased about whatever. That's how I felt about it. And, you know, I, I love movies like that. I don't feel like there's a lot of those movies like that, but it's another movie, and, and, and they call these movies slow burns, slow burn movies, a long movie. There's some, you know, whatever. It's another movie called The Lodge. That movie was supposed to come out before Hereditary. There were certain premises that was kind of like with the dollhouse. If you ever seen Hereditary, it was kind of like the same thing with, with The Lodge. I don't know if it's still on Hulu, but The Lodge is another movie okay. that was kind of like that movie was, uh, that movie kind of made me feel some kind of way. So yeah, those are like the two movies where I was like, but Hereditary, yes, I I love that movie and you know, yeah, that movie did, just blew my mind. Like, did uh, did you see Summer at all? To me, 
So, I seen Mr. Mar. I'm gonna tell you right now. I seen Mr. Mar. I thought it was. I thought it was visceral. I thought it was crazy. I thought they could have easily cut twenty or thirty minutes out of that movie. Um, I don't. I when I could. I love Ari Asner because I think that dude's a nut and he looks like a guy who know a lot of <laughs> calculus and he don't look like a horror guy. And if you ever seen, if you ever looked up the movie <laughs> Strange Things about the Johnsons, that dude mind is really fucked in a lot of different ways. <laughs> look it up. There's something strange about the Johnsons. It's a short, it's a 30 minute short film that came out like in 2011 from Ari Asner. Really? And it's a mess up movie. Go back and watch so, that. Yeah, it's a mess up. Something strange, the strange, something the Something strange about the Johnsons. There's something strange about the Johnsons. Okay. But yeah, he's he's um he's a I think that dude is amazing, and I th- and I think I think he got I think he got mummy and daddy issues too. <laughs> so because yeah, Miss Mar, yeah, he's um. But I would pick Hereditary over Miss Mar, and I think when you can creep people out in the daytime, you're doing something right, and people yeah. are disgustingly obsessed with that movie. Now he's working on a movie with Walking Phoenix called Depression Boulevard or some shit. Disappointment Boulevard. So he's working on a movie right now. So that's his third feature. So yeah, I follow him. Um, I also thought um, The Witch. That's my last one. I'm sorry. I just went off the rail. The Witch. It's a folk, it's a folk horror. Very thick in dialogue, but it's something you need to pay attention to. But right. yeah. Yeah, that is but, a good um, one. I do like that one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm tip old school shit. Yeah, I'm typical. I love The Shining. I, I just recently watched it. I, I try to watch The Shining like every three years or some shit. Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, and then you know, yeah, I'm always like, yeah, I, I love. Um, yeah, man, thing you you would think when you watch the old old horror movies, you think is it is it is it like does it still scare you? Because you can watch stuff like, man, this scared me. This is crazy. I seen a movie in 1987. I think in 87, 88 is called Night of the Demons. Watch, check out that movie. It's corny as hell, but I watched this movie. It's called Night of the Demons. You know why I watched it? You know what I love about it? What? The black guy survived. True. Revolutionary. <laughs> and, and guess what he said? And guess what he said when he saw the monster? But, uh, you ain't said. getting me. <laughs> and ran off and left the girl behind. <laughs> I mean, he kind of goes sacred though, too, right? He does kind of go back On and that save note, her. Huh? He does kind of go back and save her though. So Yeah, he does. He does. And then they 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 walk down the street all like and she was like, she probably like, why you say me first? Because I, I don't know you that well. <laughs> Every main I got my I got my puppy and my mama. <laughs> No, no, it's funny. No, hey, that is a great right, horror film. Yeah, oh, you're good, dude. I just yeah. wanted to add that uh, uh, previously on this episode, I just had the the composer for Night of the Demons on here, and we talked, you know, briefly about that. What? But, <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! That's yeah, awesome. No. Okay. Oh, no, he's 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 a cool dude. You know, he was talking about uh, mostly his newest film called. The Beast Comes at Midnight, which is like the newest movie that uh, that he's doing composing work for. But, you know, I, I had okay. to kind of go down his little filmography. I was like, well, hey, what was it like working on Night of the Demons and then, you know, Leprechaun 3 and 4 he worked on. And, uh, you know, this oh, is pretty cool. He's a cool dude. 
But uh, that is awesome, man. Yeah. That's cool. Thanks for having up. Thanks for having up on, on your show, man. You got you, that dude's a legend to me. Yeah. <laughs> totally. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, so oh yeah, man. Like I said, man, I could talk your ear off about this stuff. <laughs> but yeah, but like right. you know, yeah. So to all the inspiring filmmakers, man, go out there and make a movie. That's it. Yep. It can be done. You just got to get out there and do it. Well, Aaron and Chris, man, I, I feel like we just touched the surface on on the conversation. But, uh, you know, I'll definitely have to have you guys back on at some point. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe closer to the release of Evil Lurks. And, uh, you know, yeah, we can awesome, talk more about the horror genre and, and your film. Uh, is is there anything else that you guys uh, want the listeners to know? Like, is there anywhere uh, where is there anywhere like uh, any websites or merchandise websites where people could could check could go to check out? Definitely, definitely. Um, we're all over the we're all over the socials. We're on Instagram by the name Evil Lurks. We're on Facebook with the same title. Everyone, everything you know theme evil lurks so um the the website is titled evillurksmovie.com uh, we also do have a an ebay store that is under it's titled crazy rock film store and that is where all the merch for evil lurks is selling and i'm coming out with new things you know here and there every time uh just put out a couple more of the masks for your face and things like that so it's yeah, we're all over that. And we're actually, if you were to Google Evil Lurks, the movie or Evil Lurks movie, we're number one in the Google search. So I don't know how that happened. <laughs> it just happened. So it was just, which is pretty cool. So yeah, we're we're all over the hostels in that aspect as well. So right on. What about you, Chris? Is there anything else that you wanna plug in there? Well, I mean, we're we're plug we're plug we're plugging the movie. So Aaron Took care of all of that situation. So yeah, just check us out at evillurksmovie.com. Um, sign up for the mailing list. You know, we're always updating on things, you know, check out our merch stuff and all that stuff. Um, if you want to say what's up to me or whatever, you know, I'm in a I'm in a band called Invisible Cartoons. You can look us up at invisiblecartoons.com. And um, yeah, check out our videos and stuff like that. Um but yeah, you know, that's those are my two main things working on this movie and my band. So but other than that, man, yeah. you know, just keep on keep on you know being inspired by other things. We keep being inspired by other things. We we are still in post production of this movie and um we'll still watch other movies and say, "Oh, snap. I got time to put that mm-hmm. in there." Yep. <laughs> and I'll still you know, we'll still run another movie. Like, oh, okay, yeah, let's put that in there. Yep. That's the beauty of making a long ass movie. So you can still ask them when you're watching new movies and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. And if you want to, if you want to laugh and be kind of like warped out, watch the new movie of um, Maleficent. It's terrible. Oh. But people love it for some strange reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't think yeah. I've seen that one That's the newest horror movie. That's the newest <laughs> horror movie from John Woo. Oh, oh yeah. Malignant. Malignant, Malignant yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I yeah. just said the, the wit from um, the Walt Disney, not Maleficent. <laughs> <laughs> Malignant like Don't a... see that too, that's cute. <laughs> Malignant yeah, like a tumor, just, oh my God. It's, 
it's terrible. It's 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 so corny, but it's 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 still interesting, I guess. I don't know. But uh but yeah, man, go out there. If you're a filmmaker, make movies. For sure, for sure. Well, Chris and Aaron, man, thank you guys so much for being on the show. I appreciate you coming on here and talking about your new film and the horror genre. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Yep. Thank you for having us on. So that about concludes the conversation I had with Chris Shern and Aaron Hawkins. Just want to say thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Had a lot of fun talking about the horror genre and uh, can't wait to see what Evil Lurks is all about. It sounds rather interesting, so can't wait. I got uh, some more episodes lined up for you guys. I will mention a few of them that I can. So I did another author's panel with uh, Stacy Lane Wilson, Shane Bitterling, and Mark Wheaton. That's going to be a fun Halloween-esque episode. I think you guys will dig it. And there's uh, a lot of uh, Puppet Master talk. You can talk about uh, The Messengers starring Kristen Stewart. Friday the 13th remake and uh, most importantly uh, Stacey Lane Wilson's book series called The Rock and Roll Nightmares and it's a three part series that uh, each book will take place for uh, a certain decade so it'll start with like the 60s then the 70s and the 80s so uh, make sure to tune in for that one that'll be next episode then I had uh, Claire Fluff Llewellyn on the show and uh, she's an actress that's played on the Exorcist TV show and movie uh, Hobo with the Trash Can. And she even talks about some of her poems since so she is a poet as well. So uh, that's going to be a great episode. Then a new Root Horror Radio episode number three will uh, be airing hopefully within the next couple weeks as I talk to Vishal Rai, who is the founder of the extreme underground metal society of nepal he's been on the show to talk about the metal scene in nepal and then the horror genre as well so that should be a lot of fun and we're also going to be uh, showcasing metal music from nepal on the root horror radio so should be a great episode and i hope uh, i play some bands that you've never heard of because sometimes it's fun to discover new music right that's the idea so uh, anyways let's just say thank you guys so much for listening and uh just want to thank my new supporters I, I do have a couple new supporters so thank you guys so much jason bollinger and mark wheaton thank you guys so much for uh supporting the show i really appreciate your help and uh if you would like to help the Horror podcast you can uh leave a small donation at anchor.fm forward slash root horror podcast forward slash support if you can donate as little as 99 cents a month up to five dollars or more uh it would be greatly appreciated it will help improve the sound quality of the show i plan on uh doing some upgrades really soon so uh, you guys' support will help maintain that and, you know, as well as uh, building to get better equipment for the show. So, uh, you know, if you like the show and you want better sound quality, I mean, it would be greatly appreciated 
to uh, support the podcast and help the podcast grow and you know bigger and better things will be, be on the horizon so uh, anyways I just want to say thank you all who do support and uh, if you want to find anything else Root Horror Podcast related you can go to www.linktree.com forward slash Root Horror Podcast you can find all my links there so thank you all and uh, stay tuned for the next one Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.